0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. I read the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. you, Lord Jesus
1: Christ. We may not realize it, but we are probably now emerging from one of the most transformable events of our lives, the COVID pandemic. And as we emerge, people are beginning to reflect upon this experience, how it has changed them, how it has affected them. And it's interesting to hear people speak. Of how much they feel they have lost. People have lost the opportunities to be with family and friends, to travel, to be with family at Christmas or Easter or Thanksgiving. We think about everything that we've missed, all the holidays and the holy days. We lost a whole season of Lent and Easter, Christmas, Holidays like the 4th of July and Memorial Day and Labor Day. Hundreds of thousands have lost loved ones to this disease. Millions lost their jobs and their homes. If We think about it, life has actually been turned upside down. And some say that probably society will never be quite the same. If this has been our experience here in this country, we can only begin to imagine the experience of people in developing countries. Having enough food and water has always been a struggle for them. And so now it is even worse. Basic health care is almost non-existent. And so COVID is a disease that kills even more. Food for the Poor, which I represent, helps the neediest of people in 17 countries in Central and South America. And we may think those people are very far away. The names mean nothing to us. Places like Haiti, El Salvador, Guatemala, Venezuela. And yet, when we watch our television screens, we see these images of Met immigrants coming to our borders, trying to escape the pandemic, the violence, the drug lords, the poverty. Our name, Food for the Poor, is a little bit of a misnomer. Yes, we provide food and essentials to people and families, but even more than that, we try to help them, to enable them to transform and change their lives, to enable them to become self-sustaining. We help them develop cottage industries using resources, things in their own countries that they can make and trade and sell. We build homes. To date, Food for the Poor has built something like 85,000 homes. Probably not the size of our homes. Probably the size of this platform. Simple homes. With block walls and tin roofs, but a shelter that people never had before. When I was a pastor in a parish, our parish, every Sunday of Lent we took up a second collection. We collected $5,000. And with that money, we were able to build a home for a family of six in Port au Prince, Haiti. Food for the poor also assists people with developing wells and water purification systems so that they can have clean drinking water, something we pretty much take for granted. We go to the kitchen or the bathroom, we turn on a tap, and the water comes out. In schools, we provide computers to improve the educational potential for students. And because they lack electricity, we also provide solar panels to power them. I'd like to share with you just one experience I had on a mission trip to Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Several priests and lay missioners, we got in the back of a pickup truck and we were going to travel to a village or a city, small city, about 30 miles away from Port-au-Prince. And as we neared that village, we came upon this enormous trash dump, higher than the ceiling of this church. And all over it, kids were digging through the trash, trying to find things that they might take home and still use. They were looking for even food that they might eat. And as we approached, the truck stopped, and one lay missioner jumped out of the back, took his brown bag lunch, reached in, and took out a sandwich. He approached a small boy about 10 years old, and he gave it to him. Immediately the boy stuck it under his shirt and the missionary was a little surprised. So he said to the boy, he says, aren't you going to eat that? He said, no, I'm going to take it home to my brother because it's his day to eat. Today I've come here to invite you to partner with us, Food for the Poor, in reflecting Jesus to the least the last, and the lost, who hunger for God's kingdom. Part of my purpose is to tell you about our mission and what we do, but also we provide these brochures, which you'll find in the pews, that speak even more of our work and what we do. We don't take up a second collection. If you wish, you can put a donation into the envelope You can put it in the collection or you can hand it to me as you leave church today. The scriptures these past three weeks, they've spoken to us of how God satisfies our human hunger for food, for the deepest needs of intimacy, for healing, for justice. Saint Teresa of Avila wrote, Jesus has no hands or feet on earth. But yours yours are the feet and the eyes. Yours are the hands and feet with which he walks to do good. And so today I invite you to partner with us in reaching the poorest of the poor.